0: I've lived a thousand lives. I've a thousand i another role.
1: This is the Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, a roundtable discussion that's a mix of friendship, humor, unbridled enthusiasm, and tabletop RPG topics sent in from around the world.
2: So I said, hello. never mind the bollocks. Here's the sex pistol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello.
1: Welcome to episode, oh, season 30, episode 22 of the Happy Jacks RPG podcast. My name is Kimmy. My name is Adam. I'm Nick. And in today's episode, Forlorn Hope 22 asks for advice for players. <sighs> we always talk about GMs and DMs. I know, but this is a good question. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh huh. Alivrant asks for clarification about how a specific safety tool works. And Friar Greg in Canada responds to his son Arlo's letter from a few episodes ago. Be careful! People might be cutting onions a little bit during that. During that you know. If you'd like to, and the if, cats in the cradle and the silver <laughs> spoon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you'd like to, if anymore
2: if like, and we'll get sued to the moon. <laughs> We'd now have to, it's parody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, yep.
1: <laughs> We'd have to sing it better, I think. Too. Yeah. Uh, it
2: if, was transformative, thank it you. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, if you'd like to contribute a question or a topic to the show, email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. dot com. Um, we can do some emails. We're not in dire need, but you know, never turn it down. Yeah, keep them coming. Yeah, uh, we've had some really great ones lately too. It's yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. Um, announcements. Verk is giving away a copy of Decima.
2: Now, what's what? Decima? <laughs>
1: So, De- I don't know what's
2: Decamo with you.
1: <laughs> but it's an actual physical deck, which there are, it's very <laughs> rare. They are an endangered gaming species at the moment because I haven't okay. found a publisher yeah. and I haven't had any more printed. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, I honestly haven't been trying that hard. Oh. Mostly okay. just complaining on Twitter about how nobody will just ask it to pro- produce my yeah. game without me actually talking to them. <laughs> Why can't
2: I go on an adventure? I just need someone to show up and take me on an adventure. Exactly.
1: Where's my Gandalf predicament? All right. Uh, it's also been the first couple of weeks of school, so I've had very little time of to course. do anything. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So if any of you out there know a publishing company. Yeah. Uh...
1: Well, you really need to like, know somebody, yeah. too, because, like, I was, like, looking around on websites and stuff, and, like, w- like I found two that had submission links. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, oh, okay. And then, like, you know if you email, like, I know enough people at, the, at some of these companies who are like, yeah, I, I'm not supposed to, like, push through any like uh, submissions and it's just like a whole thing. Hmm. So you really have to have like a connection.
0: Yeah.
2: And,
1: I think I might have connections, but I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people on Twitter.
2: How about if I just come visit you at work and it'll just just fall out of my bag? Hello? Yeah. Uh,
1: Anyway, so Verk is... with my
2: contact information.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And a pitch deck of my game.
2: Um,
1: Verk is uh, giving away a copy. So all you have to do to win it is you join the Discord and you visit the giveaway channel. So uh, it's really simple. You just click in there and all you have to do is, like, read the directions and hit the button. It's very easy. Um, and if you want to do that, it's at org slash discord. This contest
2: is not sponsored by Golden <laughs> Lasso Games, just for example, to so buy too many Dekema decks.
1: Yes, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, so I have nothing to do with this. Like, he's running this, and he's also one of the mods in, our, in Discord, so he has the, yeah. the power to do it. Yeah. Um, but he bought too many decks of Dekema, and now he's like, sure. I'm going to give it away.
2: Share <laughs> the love. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for...
1: Yes. So again... This, Join the Discord, join the giveaway channel, and happyjacks.org slash Discord. Thank you, Kirk. Um, We've made a decision, an executive decision, about the Happy Jacks podcast. Each season will now be 25 episodes long. None of this madness. We're like, one is 12, one is 35, <laughs> one is, you know, 18. Oh, we're just going to randomly change. So we'll have a 25-episode long season, and then between seasons we'll take two weeks off for me to spend time with my family on a Friday. (laughs) And that's also gives us a chance. If there's any big renovations we want to do the studio, we've got two weeks to do it before we have to record a big show again. Um,
2: Quick question. Yeah. Since I just learned about this right now myself, uh, I did read the email like 10 minutes ago, people. It's not like I walked in and suddenly (laughs) got this change notice, but um, if there's two weeks in between each season, that means we're going to be, (laughs) (laughs) means Mm. we are going to be thrown off of the whole, uh, Year, year-long cycle. Yeah. So we're going to keep pushing out those two weeks. Yeah, I'm you I'm not know... saying cut into your family time or anything, <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. but...
1: I figured two weeks gives us chances to do, like, big u- upgrades if we want to do them. Okay. And really, it's like, okay, two weeks at a time, that gives me two Fridays to do stuff. But honestly, we were never going to stick to, like, actually getting two seasons in a year anyway. Okay. We were going to... I mean, there's going to be Fridays where, you know, there's a storm and the internet doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, we're tired. Oh, we're sick. Oh, nobody's going to do it. Like, we've never been able to do, like... Yeah, fifty-two consecutive. Like I don't know. Right. So I'm I'm not that worried about it. We'll be yes. off a little well, bit. So this yeah.
2: sign over here that says it has been yes eighteen weeks since our last non-show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I oh mean, wait! Oh, there, I'm sorry. It's been one week since our last <laughs> non-show.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <if> <laughs> I you, about the con. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're talking about like. Podcasts like Friday podcasts. Yeah. Our track record is much better than the actual place. I'm okay. just gonna say <laughs> That's
0: true. But, ooh, yeah.
1: ooh, but yeah, I mean, we're also hoping to get back into doing um like con shows next year and stuff like that. Yeah. But that our, our schedule will get thrown off. Twenty-five is a nice, like, yeah, even feeling number. Mm-hmm.
2: Two weeks off. It's so, I anyway. like conchos. They're yeah. sparkly and they make good, good little bits on leather.
1: <laughs> yes. It's so yes, twenty-five nice. episodes long. That conchos? means we.
2: Isn't that what they're called? What conscience? Yeah. Isn't that the thing that like you, like you add it on leather, it's like a circle and sometimes has like a ribbon on it or something.
1: I don't know.
2: Maybe. Oh, is it called okay. a concho? I don't know. I think so. You Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I figured. Know.
1: The two customers in the room, I have just learned a I know. I'm <laughs> I, I,
2: <you're> like, <laughs> about customers and you were, you were a horse person. Right? So I was like, oh. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're it's talking totally about possible.
3: the little round thing and it's got two slots in the center and you, yeah. and the, you do a leather loop in it. Yeah. That's, oh. Maybe it is called a concho. I don't, I don't know. I don't, we know what you're talking about. But I don't.
2: I,
1: I don't have alternate information to dispute that i'm saying like that may yeah. be a thing i just don't have never paid attention to the name of it yeah.
2: all right whoever's on google as you listen or <laughs> watch this and or uh write us an email you know what forget that write us an email and correct me <laughs> and kimmy will make sure that she pulls it on a show that i'm at so yes. that yes. i can feel the full shame of if i'm wrong
1: i i'm gonna ruin that like okay. the the chat room has confirmed uh, you are correct oh, we learned good job chat room yes so okay, yes. Back to the... thanks, James V. <laughs> Actually, it's Erica Odd this time.
2: Oh, thanks, Erica Odd. <laughs> so usually
1: it's James V, like right on top of it with uh, with the
2: the Google, poo. the Google. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's so good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, twenty five episodes in a season, and uh, two weeks break, and then we'll start the next season. So that means this is episode twenty two. We've got three more episodes. We'll take a two week break, and then we will come back for season thirty one.
2: Yeah. Yay! And will it still be episode nineteen?
1: <laughs> well, not. It's that. just on the notes. It's a joke because every week I forget to change on the notes the specific thing. And uh, I didn't say nineteen, did I? A minute ago. No, no, no. Okay. no, okay. no you said it right. You said it right. I'm so used to it now. I just say the one that's at the top. Anyway, so this is a very interesting conversation about the notes that none of you can see. <laughs>
2: Sorry, it's a little bit of uh, inside <laughs> baseball, inside and baseball. we're only teasing because we love each other. Yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Besides,
3: she just forgot to change the number. It's not like she forgot to show up at the podcast at all.
0: Your words. (laughs) That
1: was me. That was me.
3: I've been getting shit about it for two weeks, just so everybody knows. But
1: out of love. (laughs) But out of love.
3: Absolute love. A
1: little bit of anger, but also love. Right? Yeah.
3: Usually, I just like am late to everything, so I don't usually just completely forget to show up.
2: It's okay. It's only the show that I stepped in to save entirely, and then was kind of depending on you to be there. So I shut down someone else who was going to be there, and it only ended up being the two of us because someone didn't show. Oh, that's all. That's you all. missed my mutiny, man.
1: I saw it It was my very mutiny. good. Yeah, you did a great, great job. You did a great job. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, seriously, you and Riley did a really great job. Oh, thanks. Yeah um so maybe
3: we don't need those two week breaks that's maybe true we just, yeah
1: <laughs> pull in nick uh Keep i the think the nick show for
2: two weeks <laughs> right yeah starring nick
1: um i'm I doing think- a little
2: dance people who are listening
1: <laughs> so uh you were i'd like a little bit incorrect about booster gold but you and i can argue about that later okay so <laughs> oh, that's fine <laughs> the dc argument sorry um
2: <laughs> so ac your way out of
1: here <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I just, I happen to really like Booster Gold. He's a total dick, but I just like, he he owns it. He he owns it. And I just, I love his friendship with Blue Beetle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so fun. Sorry. Anyway, comics nerd. We're taking the longest time to start this episode. I apologize. (laughs) We are wandering. This is what happens when I start drinking this early before an episode. I'm just excited that it's not my fault.
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) We're just excited that you're here,
0: Adam.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) So let's start
2: with mailbag number one, please. Who wants to read this one? I got it. I can do it. Hello, Kimmy and crew. In the interest interest of filling the mail that... Ooh, maybe I don't. In the interest... uh, We'll fix some post, right? In the interest of filling the email queue, here's a topic I found thoughtful. I realize Happy Jacks is a GM's advice show, but I'm seeing more and more of these online, and what I'm seeing is a lack of advice for the other four-fifths of the table. What is some good advice to help people become better players? I'll list some of the most obvious to get get the discussion going. Show up ready to play. The biggest complaint of GMs everywhere needs to be said. Be at the game prepared, with your character sheet, dice, and whatever else you can think that you need. If you're going to miss or be late, let people know as early as possible so they can adjust their plans. <laughs> That's just common courtesy. I feel personally attacked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this to email be, was to be written. Fair. To be fair, this email was written long before that happened. You should still feel attacked, but. Just
2: so you know. yeah. It's not like she pulled it just yeah. for, for you. I know, right? Yeah. Mm. I wonder who chose the emails for this week. Mm. <laughs> uh, so second, be engaged with the story. That doesn't mean you need to follow the rails, but you should know what is going on and not need to have things repeated to you. Three, yes and applies to players too. Pick up some of the creative heavy lifting. Most GMs will thank you. Four, think in terms of the party. Your character needs to have a reason to hang out with these murderers. And they need to have a reason not to leave your looted corpse at the side of the road. It's what my character would do. Is a good indicator that you are on the wrong track here. Five, your background is helpful, but what is more helpful is the relationships your character has currently. Those relationships are what are going to be in the game. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. What other tips can you give people on the player sphere so that they can one day, with much practice, become as good as you? (laughs) Forlorn Hope 22 in the Discord.
1: That's very, very kind.
2: Someone hasn't seen us be players. No. <laughs> uh, you, this is actually a
3: very good, like comprehensive list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It, it it hits most of the major points. Uh, I, I really like this topic uh, because you're right. We do give a lot of GM advice, but I try to remind people that the GM is a player as well. And while they might have some additional responsibilities, they should not bear the entire burden of making sure everybody has fun. Uh, So I think it's really important for players to take some ownership of that fun and give the GM things to work with, give them things to play off of, engage with what they're putting out there. Uh, Otherwise, you know, well it's kind of like sex if only one person is doing all the work it's not going to be that fun of an orgy so um, (laughs)
1: on a t-shirt that says that right yes
3: adding that to the happy jacks t-shirt happy jacks (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah the the one i think that is uh that is missing here is share the spotlight uh this is one of my biggest pet peeves with uh with some gamers that I've seen is like when they just they have to be in every single conversation. They oh I'll go with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like oh I'm there too. And I also said, uh, you know, it's just like sometimes it's okay. Oh, can I roll? Yeah. <laughs> Did I shoot <see> that? <laughs> right. It's sometimes nice to just sit back and just watch the other players have a scene. If two people are having a really good emotional uh interaction between their characters. Like you don't have to be in there. Like enjoy it. Be, uh, and this is what you know. PBTA was very uh, had that phrase of be a fan of the players. Yeah. Uh, Apocalypse World original did, and um, and that's carried throughout PBTA games. But it's it's important advice for the other players too. Be a fan of the characters that you're watching and that you're interacting with, and you know, realize sometimes it's okay to let other people have something that your character doesn't know about, isn't necessarily involved with. And then, you know, you might be an interesting way for that secret to come out later in a much more, uh, you know, in a, in a more interesting way, in a way that drives the story forward as well. So, uh, so that's the other one I would add
2: to this.
1: That's a really big one. Yeah. It's really important. Uh,
2: so I, I have sort of a uh fir- oh, let first... me just jump in here <laughs> <end up. laughs> Hey, turnabout's about's fair play um first of all, I wanted to say that that uh I really like number five, your background is helpful, but what is more helpful is the relationships your character has currently, yeah I yeah. know that uh I have a habit of and a lot of people have a have a ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, I haven't been drinking much. I <laughs> had like two sips of a hard seltzer. So this is just me on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a habit of creating a backstory that doesn't really involve a lot of current players or like I'm from a faraway mm-hmm. land and my people, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I don't go mm-hmm. usually for the orphan route, but I don't, usually have things that are about current people who i know and would interact with and i think that's a really great idea Mm -hmm. but what i wanted to talk about was a little bit of a corollary to number four think in terms of the party i think it's really important for players uh to have a motivation yeah or rather for characters to have a motivation and not just be a passive i'm going to just do whatever sounds like the, the story is and and that can be that can be as simple as we got to this town and I want to check out who the best barber is yeah. or, you know, who, who sells the best apples here. Yeah. It, they don't have to be big things, but there's something that make your character interesting and show that you're interested in the world and that you have reasons why you're interacting with other people. If, if you don't really have any goals, other people are going to have goals and you're just going to be kind of like, well, I guess I'll do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if
3: somebody somebody comes up with something like that and and it's kind of the opposite of what I just said, but if uh, in a way, but if somebody comes up with something like that, try to see if there's a reason your character might also be interested in that thing, whether yeah. it's just to support their friend or whether it's something, uh, you know similar to that. Like like somebody's like, I-, I wanna like find the best apples. And like maybe you are you know, maybe you just love gardening and or you know, or you're a foodie. Like find a reason why you might want to tag along with them if they would like you there. And that that gives uh somebody who is coming up with that motivation. It gives them somebody to interact with so that they don't feel like, well, I'm the, my character is the only one who's interested in this thing that I've come up with. It's all a give and take, and being able to, uh, being able to interact with other players and jump onto their backstories if they want you there and help support them, uh, you know, or stay out when you need it uh, when it's needed. That's a very important place to way thing to be aware of when you're playing.
2: Yeah, maybe you're an assassin, and you want to find who has the best apples because the the best way to deliver poison, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Find find a way. Mm -hmm. Find find a reason why that's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, kind of pushing back on what you said a little bit, Nick, you said you know I I make backstories that don't include the other players. I think I don't.
2: I didn't mean necessarily other players. I meant other people who live and exist in this world. Right. So so let's say we're all from Beetlesburg. We're all from Beetlesburg, and but all my backstory is from the town that I came from, Farmsville. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have some things in Beetlesburg, like oh, I met this uh, grocer on the road, and he gave me a lift into town, and you know he and his three kids were were very kind, and that gives the the GM something that is like my character's a little bit invested in. If he wants to make sure that I actually go kill the kobold nest, he can say that they're one of the families in danger. There's things like that that you give them to work with, or even just maybe they find something's missing from their cart and they storm after me later because I'm the only stranger they interacted with. Like, Mm Jim's going to use it however they're going to use it, but it gives them a tool that they can use.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I I agree with that. Um, I don't think it's like necessarily a deal breaker as long as like you do, because you do a great job of like coming up with these characters that may not have a bunch of connections, but you immediately start interacting and building relationships with the other PCs so like you may be like the the figurehead of a ship. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, this is really This is really random, theme, yeah. But like you've done such a great job and this is from the AP castoffs of weaving in with the players even though you're like in some ways like an inanimate object. <laughs> so I, I think that yes, for that is a really helpful thing especially for the GM. But you can be, like, if you really want to go with, the, you know, I'm an orphan. I have no family. I have yeah. no... Like, okay. But again, like, that ties back to what we were saying earlier. Like, you have to be ready to engage with the PCs. And you do a great yeah. job of that. Yeah. So, I just... Okay. I, and I realize you're saying that is a very good tip. I don't want to, like, <laughs> negate your tip. Is very good. But I want to push back on it being a flaw with you. Because in some ways... You are much more eager to interact with the other PCs than yeah. people who make a bunch of connections with backstories with the PCs, and then are still super focused on their own individual character drives. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, and I think a a lot of people, uh, you know, they have that tendency to do the whole like lone wolf orphan thing, and then and then they play as though that character actually wants to stay that way, and. You know, and in the most interesting stories of those types of characters, they actually don't want to
1: stay that way. They hate that. They They, hate it. Yeah, Yeah. they do it to protect themselves, but they have that character arc where they grow out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if if you want to play a, a lone wolf
3: orphan kind of backstory, just that's totally fine you can find ways to figure out why your character is going to stick along with these people anyway yeah. and and it just it doesn't take a lot of imagination to come up with a reason why somebody who's alone all the time might want to stick with some others
2: yeah and, so. it, it, uh, to, lo- to look at comics real quick the most interesting Wolverine stories, I think, are when he has a young sidekick that he's sort of being a protege. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you know, we know he's got this edgy backstory. Of everyone yeah. I've ever known has died. Boo hoo. Yeah. I'm. I've been a every single kind of warrior you could describe. Yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. but like okay, those are fun for a little while. But the most interesting things are when he gets this interaction with Jubilee and has yeah. to like be a dad figure or, mm-hmm. you know, when he was at Kitty Pry and he's like, okay, well, let me teach you some of the ropes of the things I know. Yeah. Those, those are more interesting stories.
1: Yeah. My yeah. favorite, favorite storyline with him is actually like after, I haven't read it in years. So I forgot part of it. it's like after kind of like the apocalypse and like, he's there with a character named armor. I believe that's who it mm-hmm. was. And um, he's actually um in a wheelchair at that point. Cause mm-hmm. like during, um you know, part of the, I don't want to give away too much for the story. <laughs> like, his leg bent, and it's made of adamantium, they <laughs> don't have a way to fix it now. Yeah. Oh. It's like, that's not, that's not going to fix itself. It's not a right. thing. Like, all the healing in the world isn't going to make it bend back because it's metal. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And so he is like... For Magneto. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but there's like a, a really interesting arc where he, or, mm-hmm. where, like this whole story, which I think is not canon. I think it's like a side graphic Maybe, novel. Yeah. But it was just like one of the most moving and amazing things to see him as a character who can't just kick the shit out of everybody yeah, and yeah. like is depending on someone who like is his protege or like, yeah. they develop that relation but who is much younger than him and all yeah. those things. It's very, very good story. Like, I don't he's, remember the name of it, but it's yeah. really good. If yeah, you Google it you'll find it.
3: He's far more interesting as as a teammate and when he's interacting with people uh than than he is as a lone wolf. Right.
1: And uh Eric is mentioning in the chat room, uh, yeah, Han Solo isn't a great example of yeah, this. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a lone wolf. I don't care about anybody except except my best friend, Chewie, who's also my friend. And, right, Like yeah. He's also a lone wolf.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> falls in love with, like, the first woman he meets. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Texas. granted, she's amazing, yes. but, you know...
2: Well, Texas wet-behind-the-ears farm kid and, like, uh, hey, yeah. kid, don't get cocky. Yeah. Like, immediately right, yeah. forms a bond
1: with him. And the droids, like... Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah.
3: He so, is the most... Yeah. It, I mean... Uh, you know, when people uh, talk about the, uh, you know, talk about Star Wars characters with uh, with Harry Potter houses. And it's like, like Han Solo is the most Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. He cannot be alone. He's terrified of being alone. But his reputation is like, oh, I'm alone all the time. I don't need anybody. And it's like, yes, of course you do. Mm-hmm. You cannot, he can't not be uh, attached to people. Yeah. No matter how much he protests.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I do think uh, another thing that players uh, need to watch out for is either not having enough flaws for their character or having too many. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, there's a, there's like a sweet spot in there when you've got these cool, like, disads or flaws that you can really lean into and make your character unique and fun. And then there's a point where it just gets to be obnoxious or kind of hard for the party. And it's like, oh, my character... You know, no matter what, we'll always do this one thing. you know when they get upset, they'll scream their head off all the time, and then you're like trying to hide at the party, and you're like, "Oh, oh no, this is my thing." I took you're like, okay uh, so that's a that's a form of spotlight stealing mm-hmm. that, that yeah. like you were mentioning, um but then there's also the opposite where you have perfect characters with no flaws, yeah, in any way, and everybody loves them, and I think both of those are kind of two sides of the same coin um where they want to be the center of attention too much. Um, And and it's great. Like I love making flawed characters yeah, and we all do. Like that's the most fun to play, but there's a point where if you, I don't
2: all, all my characters are perfect,
1: (laughs) perfect in every way. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's, there becomes a point where having too many like character flaws starts becoming kind of a black hole of a story where everything keeps sucking back into you and your story because of, your um your character flaws yeah
0: yeah
1: and whether it's you getting angry all the time or whatever it is you can you can do that well but you have to make sure you're not piling on so many things that the story has to keep you know the camera keeps having to turn back to you as you deal with all these flaws that you have
3: yeah absolutely in
2: in that vein it's while having character flaws are, are interesting it's also sometimes okay as a player to just suppress that aspect of the character mm-hmm. because you need to move the story along yeah. or things like that. Yeah. But also in that vein that, that you reminded me mm-hmm. of is as a player, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. things that you're not good at. Like one of my favorite characters that I'm just recently stopped playing, he it's it's D. He has a negative charisma modifier, but I play him talking to people all the time and uh-huh. trying to be friendly, walking uh-huh. into bars and it's great. Because I know that he's not good at it, but he doesn't know he's yep. not good at it. And it lets you have this interesting dynamic where it's not always, okay, paladin, okay, warlock, you guys yeah. go talk to him. You have this guy who, you know, is festooned in, in yep. monster hunting gear who walks up and is just like, hey, yeah. how are you doing? What do we drink in this town? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and th- those are great moments. Yeah. My uh, my one of
3: my most enjoyed characters that i've ever done was <clears throat> sorry uh was in the dragon Heist game that we did here on happy jacks and and i played gan uh, who was uh was very rambunctious and outgoing but was kind of dumb and you know and put his foot in his mouth a lot and it was a blast to play and and so you know our our bard and our uh, paladin were who had the actual high charisma Uh, Oh, and a warlock who also had actual high charisma. The three of them kept having to like race to like, uh, like stop Yan from speaking when they met somebody (laughs) new. It's like, you know, and it was, it it was a lot of fun to have that interaction where they're like, oh my God, we let Yan talk, Uh, you know? And that was, uh, but you know, it was important to balance that. And I, and I tried to never, uh, tried to never invoke that. When it was uh, when it was something that we were really taking seriously. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, and I think part of that goes back to being aware of what the other players at the game and your G and the G including the GM, uh, want to want to see. You know, you've all sat down to do this game together. Talk about what you want. And, you know, if, if you want, you know, a raucous, silly sitcom Then, you know, you're going to make different decisions than if everybody's wanting to play like a crime procedural. Yeah. And so so it's really you want to look at that with everybody and talk that over with everybody else and make sure like when you use your character's flaws, you're using them to to increase the tone or or to um, explore the tone Mm -hmm. uh, as well as to move the story forward.
1: Absolutely. I think the greatest gift you can give other players at the table is the permission to fail.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. there's, like, in so many gaming groups, and I've had this this too, and, like, there's points where, like, like try a wild thing. Like, and, and this is not going to be true of all gaming groups. It's true of yeah. our gaming groups. It's true of my yeah. gaming philosophy. There will be games that some people love, will play, D&D, where people <laughs> don't want you to fail like yeah. they want you to do to to like perfect you have to be your, optimized yeah you got to yeah. be optimized Hit every turn you yep. got your build you only do the things that you know you've got to have a very good chance of succeeding at yep. especially in combat so there are those players so make sure you're not in that group if you do this but like the absolute best thing i love and this is one of the things i love most about our games is i can try something super wild that i have very little chance of succeeding at and it's okay. Yeah. It's fun. And people at the table think it's fun either way. If it succeeds, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this is, I can't believe that happened. That's amazing. Right. <laughs> and if it doesn't, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I can't believe. And then, like, our, you know, our characters might be like, oh, no, it's going to happen. But we're like, oh, my gosh, what's <gasps> oh, going to happen? God, yeah. So and it's so it's
3: important. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would say... Uh, if you're in a group that doesn't have that culture of, of being okay to fail, mm-hmm. um, what I would say is my advice would be start modeling it for them. And, uh, you know, you don't have to necessarily convince them that it's okay to, uh, that it's okay to fail. They can see it in how you react. And that next time you roll a natural one, don't, oh, I'm so bad. You know, just have excitement about it. Like, you know, just have that. Oh my God, I'm so excited to see how horrible this is for me. I,
2: I don't. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of the successes I had, but I can tell you about the time yeah. in D and D where trying to save a player character who was falling down a hole, I accidentally critted him with a javelin <laughs> that I was trying to stick in the wall for him to grab onto, uh-huh. and I just rolled so poorly that that happened, yeah. and that has stuck with me for <laughs> twenty years, right, like huh? at least. Uh, yeah. just, just it was, it was one of those moments where it was so atrociously bad, yeah, that yeah. it was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our hex breakers game right now. Uh huh. We are rolling like, oh my god, so bad. Well, <laughs> so, so bad. extreme. It's either yeah. a incredible over the top success uh-huh. or it's an absolute failure. Like our none of our dice are doing yeah. like you're okay at it like no no and it's it's so fun because in that game it's like all right i'm gonna try and change all of time and space with my cell phone magic (laughs) and okay it's gonna be great or awful and it's so much fun anytime because i i'm not stressed out about trying weird stuff like that yeah, because it's like okay i don't have a very high chance of succeeding but everyone at the table is like No matter what, it's going to be wild and fun. Yeah. So there's this great freedom there of really exploring what your character would do in certain moments, rather than what the mechanics indicate you should do.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I I want to circle back on something that you said, Kimmy, uh, a moment ago, uh, and about tone. Mm -hmm. It's important as a player to understand the tone and talk about the tone with the other players and with the game master. Yeah. Because you might come up with a character who's fantastic and amazing but just not for this particular campaign or for this set of uh of adventures that are going to happen yeah uh i know i don't want this to turn into all of us talking about our characters because you're not here to (laughs) listen to us talk about how awesome we are but i do want (laughs) to but i do want to say as an example because i've just just let you know we've all done this sort of stuff too i had a friend who wanted to play a serious spooky strahd three of his four players decided that we were all going to be uh, circus performers. And he yes, he yesed and it. And we thought it was OK, but honestly, it probably wasn't. And the fault there was probably twofold. We probably shouldn't have fallen in love with these circus characters. And he probably should have said, no, I'm trying to go for something spookier, mm-hmm. which he had like he'd bought candles and he turned out mm-hmm. the lights and yeah. he was really trying to do this stuff. But he went along with uh, this goofy idea because I think he wanted us to be happy as well. Yeah. yeah. And it ended up being no one was kind of happy with what was going on. And uh, I think that if if one or if one party or the other had said, like, OK, this is what I really want to do and got buy in, everyone else sort of said, OK, let's do that. Yeah. Or said, well, this game isn't for me.
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah. right. that's
2: that's one of the problems is it if you just want to be in a game and you don't care about what it is. You might sign up for things that you that you're not ready or that you don't like to do. Yeah. yeah. And be adaptable and open to to changing your ideas
3: as well. I uh, also a strad game. Uh, I got invited to a Strahd game thinking it was going to be a, a fairly serious, spooky affair. And then uh, and, and, you know, then. Uh, and i created like super emo uh, alcoholic everybody's dead from the you know the place where nothing lives anymore uh character and uh and then we started going around introducing our characters and uh several of the others were quite ridiculous and, and not like they were
2: fizzlepants the <laughs> pymanser yeah they were just
3: like it was more like cartoon characters you mm-hmm. know it was uh um and Uh, and they were all just a little bit silly. And I was like, Oh, I'm the odd person out here. And, and so what I did was I changed my character to be just a little more laissez faire. And it wasn't about like, Oh, he's an alcoholic and he's sad and desperate. He's just like, he's bought into being emo. And, and I sort of played that up and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I, Took my serious backstory and turned it into somebody who compensates with, uh, with, um, letting go of things as opposed to holding on to things. Mm, and, yes. and it completely shifted my, my idea for the character in a lot of ways, but all the elements stayed the same. And I was able to do that fairly easy because I was more interested in playing the game than I was in living out the whatever character right. arc I had imagined I might have.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you should have been in my game and I should have been in yours. Yeah, very likely. Yeah, <laughs> I,
3: I was built for the, the. Yeah, I built my character for that. Like, let's do candles and drink from goblets and yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think, and, and I made mine. Uh, I, okay, I just have to say this because I'm yeah. so happy with this idea and I really want to do it again sometime. Uh-huh. I made a priest of Barnum, and the deal <laughs> with the deal with the priest of Barnum is that it's all made up. They don't really exist. And the way you get in on the con is you just announce that you are. And the next time you meet one, they go, Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the that's the deal. It's entirely about shystering shy and conning and, and all that sort of that's stuff. Really so it's idea. it it's was fun. so much fun to play. Yeah. yeah. But of course, wrong, wrong game. Yeah. Yeah. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, that communication is really important. And we talk a lot about how it's important for GMs to like communicate with players, but it's equally important for players to communicate with each other yeah. and with the GM. Um, I think there's always that that pressure on a GM like oh so and so and so and so aren't getting along they have to like play like you know preschool teacher and like have that you know the critical conversations oh, yeah. with them like as a player I think like you're adults for most of you most of you hopefully if you're listening to the show you're an adult but like, like deal Fuck with this bam shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> right like yeah d- it- don't put it on the G like Talk to the GM, right. communicate. But like yeah. if you're having a an issue with a another player, like yeah. handle it yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't like get in a fucking fist fight. That's bullshit. Right. But like deal with it yourself. Don't expect the GM to um like necessarily be put in the place of like moderating between two different friends, yeah. probably. Yeah. Unless it's something that's actually happening in the game. Like if it's if it's something that's bothering you about another player, like talk to them yourself, be yeah. the adults about it. And, and, and you need to advocate for yourself, but you need to make sure you're doing it respectfully. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I would also add on to that. Don't, um, don't, don't settle for toxic behavior, but keep in mind that, that some people, that you might be more aware of yourself as a player than other players that you're gaming with, especially if it's people you don't know a lot. So, so give a little grace and, uh, you know, and if, Uh, If nobody else is really modeling good behavior, well, you stick to modeling good behavior and you show how much fun it is, uh, you know, when you allow yourself to fail or your character doesn't, like, fight with uh, the person that, you know, that you personally don't get along with. You know, like, find ways and reasons to be engaged and, and show good behavior, even if you're not seeing it from others. And there's a good chance that they may start to, become more comfortable and also see like, well, so-and-so always has fun at the game and they're not afraid of failing. And, and they, they, uh, you know, switch up their character concept to kind of, uh, you know, meet the tone. And like, it, it does have an impact. And, you know, a lot of us, we have had really great gaming groups and we found each other, but we also have a lot of nightmare stories of our own that we came from. And, you know, and, the, you know, the, and those, those can often end up. uh, the, the, Now I'm just starting to ramble. A- okay. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> you you get my point.
1: Yeah, you know? but you can't, and you can't always count on, like, being the example working. Yeah, like I right. mean, right. and like there are times where you have to actually say, like, "Hey, I want to play in a game where we're all ready to fail." Like yeah. where we're not worried about killing the monster in the fewest hits in the fastest way, yeah, things like that, and talking to people about it because you know, just being the example is always great, but yeah. you'd be absolutely amazed how many people just don't pick up on that through no fault of their own. Right. Like they're not maliciously ignoring that you are very engaged and doing yeah. a good job. Like they're just not aware. Most people are not very self-aware. Yeah. So there's times where you actually have to explicitly say that and yeah. communicate in that sort of way. And it's great to do up front. Like we've talked many, many episodes about, you know, pregame agreements and things like that. As a player, you need to be actively participating in that. Mm-hmm. This is pregame agreements are not a thing that a GM. Dictates like right. the it's not, top, it's it's not top
2: down. Yeah. We're all yeah. playing yeah. this game to have an experience. Yeah, everyone should be involved in the conversation. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, they're not like you know on stone tablets you bring down from a mountain and present to the players right. permanently. Like yeah. like you need to be like okay, well no, this is what I want. So you need to like figure all that out before you start playing. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I don't know who ran the game where you all played circus uh, per- performers, but oh, so good. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But that should have been something communicated ahead of time, right? Right, Like, before you go out shopping for a bunch of candles to create a spooky scene, be like, okay, I really want this to be, like, a serious, scary tone game, my friends, you know?
2: Well, in in all fairness, he did talk about that ahead of time, and we did know, but we sort of wanted to have it be like, we came from this sort of ridiculous background and you're going to take us into this kind of horror Um, thing on there. So I don't, I think it was sort of a lack of communication on both sides and that wasn't something he wanted to do. And we were, you know, being, being the ringmaster and a juggler and a a potion maker from this carnival um, just didn't fit into the plans and didn't, didn't, there wasn't a way for us to merge into that, which I think, we who made those characters all thought we were going to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like we, we did absolutely did not set out going like, Ooh, he wants to do this dark right. and spooky thing. And we're going to be fucking clowns over here. Literally. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: it wasn't malicious in any way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like you, said like communication, like laying it all on the line yeah. up front and you might get people like opting out of games that way. And that's yeah. okay. And, and, and-
3: Yeah. And don't, don't leave this all up to the GM to bring up tone either. You know, like when you sit down with the, with the, with the group for the first time, if the GM doesn't bring up the conversation, take a second and say, Hey, what kind of tone are you looking for here? Uh, Do you, you know, is there something specific and, you know, and then address that question to everyone at the table? Like, uh, are we all on the same page on this? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, and even if it's something like, Hey, is this anime? Is this cinematic? Yeah. Is this a dark yeah. and gritty sort of place? You don't even have to like have an in-depth discussion. But if they say, I'm really going for a noir vibe, well, you're not gonna make someone who's a radical skateboarder. Right. <laughs> That's not gonna <laughs> yeah. work out real well. Yeah. 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 Um I feel like there's yeah.
1: other Oh, yeah. bring snacks and drinks. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Your game master works very, very hard. They're spending a lot of thought, time, and energy, and even the ones who just mm-hmm. wing it are working working that whole time. So, yeah, if you can make that a little bit easier by bringing up some snacks and drinks or offering something like that, yeah. like yeah. that's always nice.
1: Yeah, well, not even just for the jam. Like everybody at the table, like no, just for the just, yeah. Oh,
2: just for the jam. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, those people. Yeah. <laughs> Their payment is they get to have fun yeah. in my world. Yeah. My <laughs> brilliant, perfect world. My novel. I mean. I mean.
1: I mean
3: yeah. My
1: railroad. I mean, yeah. wait. Well. No. Yes.
3: yes. The, the one last thing I would say on this subject. I mean, there's is, so many
1: more things. You could I, so say. many could go things. Go on forever.
3: Yeah. I, I would love to have more emails about this topic. Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, but there, there are a few uh, articles and things out there that you can probably find on Google that have come from various sources about what kind of player you are. I think it was D&D 4th. Uh, edition had a had a kind of breakdown of that in the dungeon master's guide um of like here's different types of players and it's like the chaos gamer and the rules lawyer and the, you know
2: well, but uh, also like people the, who really like exploration people yeah. who really like combat it, it, and people yeah. who really want to do social stuff yeah so uh, you as a player
3: can can look at those kinds of things <clears throat> and, and sort of try and figure out like what is my vibe what what yes. kind of player am i what do i like in a story and in a game and, and make sure the, the, the other people at the table know that you understand this about yourself and this is what you're going to look for. Yes. And, you know, and that helps other people um, start that conversation and they might have different things that they look for, but you can find common ground.
1: Yeah. I think this is the first time anybody has recommended like the D and D <laughs> game book on this podcast for anything but playing D i you know,
3: know. That's good like yeah. like
1: and there's a lot of um a lot of different games that have sections like that now and yeah. more and more of them are having safety tools and yeah. actually pre like agreements built into the actual system yeah. right. and things like that so that's really really yeah. helpful yeah. yeah
2: so uh just i just want to say uh forlorn hope 22 All of your ideas were great. Yeah, absolutely. The ones we didn't touch on isn't because we don't think they were good. It was just that we started talking about other stuff as well. But anyone who's interested in these topics, this is a great primer to begin with. And then if any of the ideas that we spoke about strike you, uh, try and give those a a try, too. Or if we're totally wrong, send us an email and take us to school about why, Mm -hmm. why what we said was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well they, well, they specifically you, this is our show, not <laughs> <Yeah>. yours. <laughs> well, they
1: specifically asked you for us to give more, not just yeah. comments on theirs. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And,
3: yeah, I I would say I'd love to see some more questions regarding uh, number three, which was pick up some of the creative heavy lifting. Mm. Uh, I'd I'd love yeah. to see people writing in about like how what do you do to help the GM? What do you you know what do you do as a player to uh, contribute to the story? Um, you know do you ask or do you just do it? Uh, you know, uh, what are some good practices you have? Uh, I think that's a, that's another great way to
2: go with this topic.
1: Yeah, no, that's absolutely good. Um, cool.
2: Yeah. Sometimes it's good to just say in a place where it's logical for the one to be, you just say, I grab the fire extinguisher instead of saying, right. Hey, is there a fire extinguisher? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it also means you have to stop and think about that right. and derail whatever train of thought you have. Whereas I just go, we're in a lab. I grab the fire extinguisher. Right. Everyone goes, "Yeah, of course, there's one." There. Of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, all right, mm-hmm. very good. Um, and yeah, great, great topic. We should definitely try and like talk about it more.
0: Yeah, I, it's yeah.
1: so many people have questions about GMing because it's. I, I wouldn't say it's, it's the it's with the more difficult job, but it is a more complicated job. Yeah. It takes a lot more. Like, there's just a lot more involved in it. So and it, it seems kind yeah. of intimidating. Yeah.
2: It's true. Yeah. You're kind of yeah. the game boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, players are just as important because if you don't have players, you're not going to be jamming anything. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Making everybody, like, have a better time is definitely a fantastic, fantastic goal. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to do this one or do you want to do the sad I one? Do,
3: do you wanna, uh, cause, uh, I? Because okay. I think I was going to be doing number three. Okay. I will that, do this. one. You do?
1: All right. Hey, Cam, and the rest of them. That's capitalized them. That's very, yeah. like, them. Or them. Or I don't know how to read it. Okay. Them live.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about to go <laughs> into that there. I didn't bring my sunglasses.
1: <laughs> a little background. In August 2019, I left my gaming group because of the GM's toxic style was getting worse. Boo. I played an alien superheroine, and the GM decided to uh, hit hero to give him a permit. Uh, oh. And the GM decided that gave him permission to sexually harass her at every opportunity. Fuck that. I
3: remember this email. Fuck this shit. Yeah.
1: When I... Like, we've read this email before?
3: No, No. I remember Uh, the the original
1: original one. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I objected, he said that it was going forward. When plot lines involved in my character were going to be bland, if I that if I played an attractive character, that I should expect this sexist behavior. fuck me. Yep. I wrote a, le- a letter to Happy Jacks with this chat script, uh, with that chat transcript, which shocked Stu and the crew. It was awful. Yeah, I uh, remember yeah. this. It was terrible. Yeah. After looking and failing to find a new or existing gaming group, on and off for months. I'm gonna try and form one of my own. Woo. So much has changed since I last joined a group. Now there are veils and X cards and such. All of these are good things. I want my players to feel comfortable. This would be an online-only group. roll 20 or Discord. What advice can you give someone trying to return to the hobby and avoid the many mistakes their XGM made? Where can I find the online forums of for players that I know? Uh, and so I oh the online forums for the players so I know which subjects are taboo. What happens? Uh, if one player wants a, uh, what we're gonna finish reading this, and then we're gonna like mm-hmm. go through. I want to make sure we answer all these questions because yeah, yeah. these are really important. Yeah. So I'm gonna make little arrows next to my notes. Okay. Um, what happens if uh if one player wants uh if what one player wants winds up being an X card for another, like if one character is homosexual and a player wants a game to be LGBTQIA plus, plus free. Actually, in this case, the answer would be to dump the second player. <laughs> yep. But, yep, 100%. But that's the only example I can think of right now. Speaking of which, is there a polite way to say that my virtual tabletop is LGBTQIA plus friendly and open to those who are not uh, who are not pr- provided that they aren't prejudiced towards them? Or, to put it another way, I would prefer my players who are closer to my political beliefs than not. Allurent. P.S., What is the best way to advertise to find players? Roll20, Facebook, Reddit, or something else I haven't considered?
2: Carrier pigeon, I've found to be very (laughs) effective. All right. Well, I'm going to start with... You you get a lot of grognards, but you also need some cool people from around the world.
1: Uh, I'm actually going to start with the last question first because it will inform the rest of our answers. Yeah. Um, The best way to find players is to join and find some sort of online community. Yeah. There are a bunch of them now. Happy Jacks community is one I'm partial to for (laughs) unknown reasons. I'm completely not biased. But like joining our Discord, there's a lot of amazing people there. A lot of people are running games regularly. A lot of people are in um, campaigns with each other. Um, There's uh, the Gauntlet community. Um, There's like a million, not a million. There's a lot of very safe specifically where they state like these are our beliefs these are our expectations of you know acceptance towards the community um that you can join and have like a built-in player base who also believe the same things that it seems like you do Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: for example the happy jacks groups like it's very specifically pro lgbtqia plus yeah like we're like if you're not this you know you don't have to be you know, part of the queer community, but if you're anti-queer community, get the fuck out. Yep. Like mm-hmm. very explicitly. I uh...
2: have to be queer, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Stop
0: Jacks.
1: Yeah. Get yeah. another teacher.
0: I know. No, now I definitely <laughs> went that one. Gonna, yeah. Someone write that down. Yeah. Um,
1: so that's yeah. the first step is, and, and spend time in that community you know, it, everyone has like e- people who drop in and do ads all the time, but don't actually participate. And we have that in happy Text too. Like sure. we've got our promo channel and people come in and all they ever do is post their show. Come watch me now. But <laughs> you know, it like there's a, there's so many people who are actually also part of the community. So when they post their promotion things, like people care, they may not be able to come watch at that moment, you know, whether, you know, you're streaming or things like that. But, you know they—they they are there. They're trusted. People can vouch for them. People know that you like have those beliefs and can back it up. So that would be my number one thing. If you want to find players, if you want to do online games, find a community that is aligned with your beliefs and participate. Don't just drop in. Hey, I'd like to run a game and like never speak to anybody. Right. <laughs> and it can be a, it can be taxing, but you have to. It's like the equivalent of going to your you know friendly local gaming store yeah. is like. The first time you go there people might be like, "Uh, no, I don't want to play your game." But once you do it enough, you start getting to know the people there. The internet works the same way. Yeah.
3: it's uh, you know, it is uh the it- internet's run by a guy named Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh I broke him. Yes. Yeah. The uh but is it fashion? Um <laughs> sorry, inside joke uh, only with myself. Um so a lot of this, like trying to find other groups is very much like dating in that sense of you've got to get out there. You've got to, you've got to put in some effort of your own, uh, to, you know, and, and be clear about what you want, you know, and that does go back to this. If, If you want a place that is free from, you know, uh, homophobia and racism and, you know, and misogyny and all that, like make it clear, like, you know, just tell them like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to play with assholes and, um, you know, and, you know, and, and say things, you know, you can say things like, uh, you know, like if, if you think woke, being woke is a problem, please don't uh, join my game. And the people who, who disagree on that front will just not join your game. They won't contact you. They won't follow up. So, you know, so just be upfront about it. Like, uh, you know, I like, a. I like a group who, uh, who is accepting and friendly. And if you're not that, then don't, don't join my group.
1: I'm going to, I'm just going to get like some internet wisdom, having been a woman on the internet for a very long time. I wouldn't put that in your ad or your pitch because that will make you a target. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would make like a little Google form and be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm running this game. I liked the thing about accepting like that. The last thing you said was great. Like put that in there. And then, like in your questionnaire, just have some like general questions about, like, hey, you know, yeah, don't, can't even think of how to phrase it specifically. Like, what are some causes that you support, and what are some things you believe in, and like have check boxes or whatever. And mm-hmm. then, like, that will be a, a little bit more true way to really select out people. Yeah, um, it may put people on edge, but at least they're one click away. So yeah. if you if if on your Google form you're like, hey, I believe in this, 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 and this. Is it? Do you agree? You know, you know, if you do, please fill out the rest of this form. Surprisingly, this is like exactly what was on my, uh, my, uh, match.com profile when I met Sam, (laughs) (laughs) like literally it was like a quiz with like a. If you think this, 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 and this, go ahead and fill out this quiz. We might be a good match. <laughs> but um, because if you do, like, again, it does make you a target. If you put yeah. that in there, like, people are there. They're going to want to troll you. They will say they believe in that stuff and then just fuck with you in your first session. Because people on the internet are terrible. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, I do agree, though, that, like, yeah. clarifying and just being upfront about what you believe. Yeah. Like, for the most part, people are going to self-select out if that's not something that they agree with.
0: Yeah.
2: No. Well, and and sometimes. So I'll, I'll be. Straight up here. I don't have any experience with this. Almost all my games have been with people I already knew or people who I could, who could vouch for me and vice versa uh, for online games as well. I have a very good friend who had had a lot of difficulty finding a group that was supportive and accepting and worked out more than, you know, twice in -hmm. terms of session wise. So uh, I know that it's possible to do to do that. They also said that um, sometimes you have to, like, someone seems like a good fit and then isn't a good fit, and yeah. maybe you need to go find another group if that's the person is that toxic, or ask that person to not be in the group anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, absolutely, you have to be ready to do that. Yeah, and it can be hard, but especially with online games, like, just, it's just cut the fat sooner. Just yeah, they, they yeah. do it sooner rather than later. Yeah,
3: yeah um, and you can also uh, sorry, uh, no good. Go oh sorry nope. uh with um with you know if you're doing sort of an intake form uh like like if you're gonna have a like you know you can have a section like what are some of your lines and veils and you can sort of pre-fill those with like here's some of mine and like like i'm not gonna ever have a game that uh you know where we think racism is cool like yeah. uh you know uh and and various things like that where you can sort of hint to people like this is this is already in here and this is set. We're not going to play this game of, of like, is it okay? Yeah. Uh,
1: and, uh, and it's always a little bit of a warning sign if they're with in lines and veils and like, nothing, everything's fine. You're like, it's uh, ah, yeah. a little... I mean, there can be great people who also are fine with everything, yeah. but almost everybody now know has something that they'd yeah. rather not play with as part of the theme. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: I, I very rarely add anything to those, but... But usually by the time I look, the the big things that are concerns for me have already been addressed. Right. Yeah. So I don't feel like I need to put in, you know, clowns or spiders or whatever. Yeah. In a game, nothing like that really bugs me.
1: And there's a very big difference between all the things I would usually mark are already marked Uh and nothing bothers me. No holds barred. Anything goes. You're like. Okay. Yeah,
2: for sure. Mm, yeah. Okay. There's a game yeah. for you. It's called Fatal. Yeah. I'm not running that. Go have a good time. Yeah, man.
1: You lived your best life far away from me. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we've kind of slid yeah. into the question about online forms. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, for all, all the ones that I've seen have been like a Google Doc that someone put together, uh, like a spreadsheet, and you just fill in a cell with yeah. things that are either hard lines you don't want in the game at all, or veils. They're okay to exist, but they kind of have to take place off screen or just be referenced sort of things. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, it's such a ubiquitous tool, I can't see really using anything else. I bet mm-hmm. there probably are some, quote, professional versions of that out there, but any document you have yeah. that, that clearly defines this is not okay for me uh, in this manner um, are probably going to work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's one that's like pre-made and it's a Google form and it's got like check boxes and each, uh, and there's a whole bunch of things listed and then there's blank ones you can fill in your own too. And then it's got like green, like I'm fine with the, or green means I would love to include this. So like romance is one of the things. So if you want to have romance in the game, you'd click green for that. There's a yellow, which I believe is like, eh, like it, yeah. if it's, it's like in fade to black. Kinda, yeah. Well, Mars. and also like, I'm okay with it being in the game, but I'm not sure I want that to happen to my character. Yeah. Like, right. I'm fine with other people having romances between their characters. I'm not interested in that in mine. like yeah. That's
2: that's honestly one of my things, is yeah. I don't usually feel comfortable having romance in the game. I don't mind if it's in the game. I just generally don't want to be involved in it. Not always, yeah. but mm-hmm. a lot of times that's just that's just how it is. is. I'm
1: yeah. that way a lot, too. Um, and then there's Red, which is, I please don't include this in the game. And there's just a pre-made list, which is really helpful, I find, sometimes... Because there's things on there that I might not have thought about. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, now they see that. Yeah, I really don't want that in there either. Um, or I'm okay with that. Or it's a great way of communicating. Hey, I'm playing this game. I would love to have a romance storyline. Yeah. So it's a really, really helpful tool. I think that one was my Monte Cook Games. It's just for free out there. Mm-hmm. They have a whole um, safety toolkit that you can go and download for free. It's really nicely professionally made. Um, I, so I highly recommend that. If you just Google it, I don't know the thing off my head. But <laughs> it's... <laughs> Monty Cook Games Safety Toolkit, like, boom, it'll be the first thing that's there. And I believe that that Google, I think it's a Google Doc. It might be a Google yeah. uh, sheet Google or something. Sheets, or forms. Thank you. Yeah. Or, yeah, something. Yeah. It's not a form. It's oh, one of okay. the other two. Um, but it's really great. And I highly, highly suggest, like, Google is so great for this because you can send out an anonymous um, link to it. Yeah. So that way people can go in and fill things in without their name being associated with it. Because mm. sometimes people are nervous especially if you're playing with a gaming group for the first time about being like, Hey, I really don't want, you know, this to be in the game because that can be very personal and yeah. telling and give like vulnerability. And mm-hmm. while that's something you can build up to as a gaming group, people may not want to like jump off. Right. But like with the things they absolutely <laughs> hate the most in the whole world is not the best get to know you yeah. tool. So if you send out an anonymous link where everyone with the link can still edit, then like, there's not that pressure and everyone just sees the same text kind of appearing and, uh, yeah. There's not that pressure
2: there. Uh, t- two things about that. One, make sure the document stays open because maybe something comes up later or they, yes. someone mm-hmm. didn't think about this thing, but it actually is traumatic for them. They just have not like they didn't imagine it could ever come up or or they might have repressed it up until now and then suddenly realize, oh, yeah, I really don't want this in the game. Make sure that document is a living document so that people can review back to it as well. Another piece of advice, if anyone is shitty about something that you said, bounce. Yeah. Or or if they're shitty, like, talk to people and maybe you can make that person leave. But, like if the GM or anyone says, well, I guess we're not going to be including any X because someone marked it down. Oh, that's get the fuck out of yeah. there! Yeah. Like yeah. don't don't like whatever the game is. It's not something that you want to be involved in. If people are going to make you feel bad about the things that you don't want. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and people should, and players, especially if you're the GM should not be trying to talk other people into being okay with things. Yeah. Like for me, like something I'm very open about right now, especially is like child harm. Mm-hmm still kind of i know it's been two and a half years but i'm still kind of a new mom like my child is yeah. because of the COVID, is just now wandering out into the world it's terrifying yeah she had a fever for like the first time Aww. this week and i was like it's like it was like 99.2 i was pathetic yeah. okay
0: I admit it. but <laughs> still it's still babies. yeah
1: and she like was sad and then yeah. i still gave her popsicles a lot of popsicles yeah. but um so oh, she's the, gonna fake having a
2: fever a lot now.
1: Like, <laughs> she walks. Mama, do you want a popsicle?
2: <laughs>
1: Just like in case I want one.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. And then if you are having, it would be rude <laughs> not to share one. So
1: I am like, you could have because I feel I feel like you are like manipulating me older than that. But whatever. <laughs> but like is something uh, that's like I am very su- susceptible to yeah, right now. Yeah. Like no one should be pushing back. Like, well, what if this is in the game? And yeah. like, like. You, you'll know that this
2: like well just a little child yeah, harm it's like, not yeah. your
1: kid like we'll make sure it's someone who looks nothing like your kid right, like ooh, yeah, God, yeah that like,
2: just sounds that's right yeah, yeah.
1: i mean like it's, shit like this happens yeah um and like we were recently in a Curse of straw game which is not the Curse of straw game that you were talking about right, earlier right. it's a different one but like i i this is my first time i've ever played Chris of straw and the gm did such a great job of clearly like i I know i knew after the fact that he had to really rework a whole big chunk of the story so that there would be no child harm in it at the time playing i had no idea because he did it without any questions asked he didn't quite ask me like well what kinds of child harm might you be okay with
2: i was in that one but it's a different one than the one that i was talking about no yeah yeah. you are in
1: that one but it wasn't the circus character one um so there should not be any pushback or negotiation about things people have marked as completely off limits like He actually
2: did do a lot of work, having been familiar with some of the source material. So
1: hard. Like I looked at it later because I was super curious and like because I'm fine reading it. It's just not something I want to role play in. Sure. And I was like so impressed and thankful. I was like that was really cool. Like so much work went into redoing that whole thing. Have you told him? I I did. I did tell him. I like at the time, like a little while later. (laughs) At the time, I was like, thank you so much. I get the feeling that you did a lot of work. But like later on, I was like, oh wow, that was like
0: a lot of work.
1: Um. So there shouldn't be any pushback. And so just do not do not allow that. And that ties in with what your question about the X card. It does not matter what kind of story someone wants, if it offends or or insults someone else. Like if if you want if there are people out there who, okay, if you for some reason really wanted to do a game about child harm, like that should not be first some first of all go yeah. get some therapy right like that's oh, like all right whatever um i can see like where you wanted a child in danger to save or something maybe but that should not you're your, your... the character's aspirations and what you want for a fictional character should not outweigh someone else's personal comfort and feeling safe and happy like If you want your superhero character to save a kid who's like in an abusive situation, okay. That's a game that you can play, hopefully thoughtfully, and I'm not going to be in that game with you. Right. So if you are in a game with me and I'm X-carding something like that, the X-card trumps everything. Like absolutely everything. Like that is not a no questions asked situation. If someone X-cards something, you as the GM can clarify later like sometimes it's hard in in play when someone excret something you just steer away from it you might want to privately like clarify later like okay i thought you were executing this is did i get that right you know and again that it's just accepted like this is you this is the hunt like push the red button stop we're out like parachute out of the story of that like that type of story right
2: and and don't let anyone do anything like a Well. I need to have this child be in danger for the plot. So, is it okay if I tell you that they're just that they will be fine? Yeah. Like no matter what's going to happen, but I need them to have go through this trauma in the first place. Yeah. S- something like that is just them saying, "Hey, my wanting to be shitty is worth more than your uh, you know, comfort." Yeah. and and, and- Ability to to regulate what things are acceptable to you.
1: Yeah, that and that's totally not okay. And they make sure that that nobody has to explain themselves.
2: Oh yeah, very much.
1: Yeah, like if someone's like, "Well, I really want to save this kid in this abusive relationship. Like, why aren't you okay with that? Like, that's especially not especially like
2: that because yeah. that then becomes a flip of like, why don't you want to save this kid in an abusive relationship? Right. And it's like, it's not that I don't want to save a kid. It's that I don't want to deal with the you know with the trauma that that might bring up.
1: Yeah, and there's a million reasons and like. For example, like my reason for that is I work in a job where I regularly like deal with actual real kids and abusive relationships. That is not something I want to role play and play at in my yeah. free time. So I should not. I'm saying that like as an example, because everybody here knows I'm a teacher. Hopefully, if you're in the podcast and you didn't know as a teacher, I talk about being a teacher a lot. So I figured you'd do. But like and that's part of being a teacher in public schools, especially. Um. So that is part of my daily life. No one should be put on the spot, especially in a new group that you're forming online to have to explain, because a lot of time it has to do with very serious trauma themselves, fears, um, sometimes things you can't help. Like me being a paranoid mom has nothing to do with like anything else like they And I shouldn't have to rationalize that to somebody right. else because they probably they may not understand, you know, and it's it's. If if someone hasn't
2: had a a similar experience, it can be really difficult to understand why that is triggering.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
2: and I just try and take it as the like, well, okay, I don't get it, but I don't have to get it. It's not my business about why that's not acceptable.
1: Right. And there are so many storylines that you can explore without doing that. Um, If as a GM, uh, and I know a little while ago, I gave the advice like, you shouldn't make the GM the mo- you know the moderator between your problems
0: <laughs> except when you should.
1: Except well when <laughs> the GM should uh, should know.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: unfortunately that kind of is your job as the GM especially with things about what's going to be included in your story and what isn't. So there are times where yeah you're going to be like, "Hey, they x-carded that. We're changing the storyline. Yeah. That's not part of it anymore." You're going to have yeah. to like put your foot down in defense of your other players. Because um, they may not be in a place emotionally where they're ready to defend themselves when they're trying to deal with
2: or or, or explain why, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They they should not. Never let anybody demand uh, a reason for why they've X-carded something. Yeah. If yeah. they choose to share, sometimes people choose to share and that's absolutely fine.
0: Yeah.
1: But no one should ever have to explain or be asked or expected to explain why they've X-carded something.
3: And uh, I, I would also say as a, uh, you know, you don't have to be the GM to help moderate that discussion if needed. You know, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're playing, if you're a PC, if you're a character player, um, you know, you can also step in and say, Hey uh, guys, that was out of, that was a line or that was a veil that we had. Like, absolutely. Can you know, uh, we don't, you don't need to know who put it in if you don't, but uh and you don't need to identify them at the table. Just say it just you can help you you as a player can also bring up those kinds of things and help moderate and guide the discussion. You Absolutely. don't just leave it up to the GM.
1: Yeah, and that's why the that's why those documents yeah. are so important. Um, I think the one flaw, I'm not I think it's the Monte Cook games one that I was suggesting. It has that great fill out thing, but I think the one flaw about it is you then send it into the GM. And then oh. the GM has them all. Mm. The one thing I like about the shared ones, like the ones that are on Google docs
0: yeah.
1: are that everybody sees it. And
0: mm-hmm. especially
1: if you fill out anonymously, everybody sees all the lines and everybody sees all the veils. Yeah. If you're doing a thing with the, as a GM where you like, you know, taking everyone's and making a list, that's great. But everyone should have access to the lines and veils list that they can reference later that are printed out something. Um, and that's, that's does so much work for you. Um, I had another good, Oh, um, Chat was talking about something very interesting that was important, I think, to bring up. A lot of times people see, and we were talking about comic comic books a minute ago, like comic books, movies, TV shows, these are touchstones that we often kind of replicate and play in tabletop RPGs. They can kind of explore these topics a little bit more freely because they are a scripted show. They're a scripted format. So they can have situations of abuse that are written and looked over by many many editors and by consultants hopefully that so that they are done in a way that is respectful and things like that sometimes they fail miserably at this too but it's different it's not always different but it, there's a little bit of a different element to a pre-written story that includes elements versus people role playing and cosplay i like I, cosplaying is not the right word but it's the way that <laughs> The, the modern world is using the word cosplaying, like as whether they're a marginalized person or abuse situations yeah. or things like that, when it's not something that they themselves have experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I think exactly. that's an important point. So thank you, Chad. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, just a slight note of that. I have mm-hmm. a friend, huge Star Wars fan, huge Star Wars nerd, loved it forever. Uh, but he, he was a new parent. He wasn't even that much Mm of that really of a new parent. Like he'd had two kids by then and and everything like that. But the scene where Anakin walks into the nursery, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he got up, walked out and has not come back to the franchise ever since then. That he was just like, I could not deal with that in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, absolutely. And that's why I haven't watched Kenobi. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So uh, I, I can't give spoilers because I haven't watched any of it, but the very first scene in the first show, people warned me like, Hey, child lots of child harm and violence don't you know t- yeah. the first I mean, it's like,
2: actually fine mm-hmm. and i think that you should just get over it just and get go over watch it, it. Yeah. yeah right yeah,
1: yeah or at yeah. least
3: just tell us why that bothers you yeah, so much can, can mean... you tell
1: me exactly why like can you can you in this court of our t- tabletop right. up rpg convince the jury why we should not play a game that right. personally yeah. makes you uncomfortable and sad
0: yeah
3: and yes. see, right yes.
0: yeah
1: yeah
3: yes. Uh, someone recently uh, described it as as judging people's trauma
0: yeah uh, you hmm. know
3: you you don't have a right to judge other people's trauma and uh and there's nothing uh wrong with just being nice and if somebody tells you this bothers me just don't do it let you know let them let them have that it doesn't it's very unlikely to actually hurt you in mm-hmm. any way you know? yeah but but you know I, I i mean just keep in mind you know like you know in that one question about like what if somebody's like well i don't want any queers in my game you know like that is different than saying i don't want any homophobia in my game because it uh, because it brings up bad memories mm-hmm. right the that's there's you know the there's that other saying or quotation uh you know your your uh your freedom's end where my rights begin and you know it's one thing to disagree about like Oh, well, I don't like, um, you know, I don't want to talk about sex at all in the game. Mm-hmm. That's very different than uh, than I don't want anybody who's not the same sexual orientation that I find acceptable yeah. or you know um but but
2: know. I really want to play Captain Curb stomp the, the, the transphobic titan that was all that I wanted to play in the superhero game for I'm sorry buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, it's it's true
3: though it, it, it you know people and, and people often uh right now there's a large segment of the world that is like you know uh um if you stop me from my hate you're oppressing me and yeah. it's it's not a legitimate argument there's uh, like do not buy that argument do not allow that argument that is just an asshole who is mad that they can't be an asshole anymore yeah. so
1: yeah yeah absolutely all right um and i would uh be remiss in my duties and the chat keeps saying uh i am supposed to invite you if you're i think i think you're already there but like happy jacks oh, yeah. discord like it's a really great place we actually have a complete server the jackercon discord mm-hmm. um I think if you go to slash jc there's still a link there um and even though JackerCon is over people are using that as a server just to run games so a lot of times what they're doing in the jack it's in the never ha-
2: over it's always in our hearts it's always in our
1: hearts yes um so a lot of people are like forming games in the happy jacks discord and then they're just playing on the JackerCon uh server uh, because it's a little less crowded, there's a lot of less people mm-hmm. there, and there's specific rooms yeah. for it. We've got bots and stuff to to make it easy. Yeah. So.
3: Gotcha. And the assholes yeah. don't last long in the Happy Jacks community, so nope. Bad. We we have our
2: own assholes for justice. Yes,
1: <laughs> we're assholes, yeah. but just in different ways. So yeah, happyjacks.org/discord. All right, mailbag number three. All hey. right. how are you how, now? How are you? Uh, good, good, good. good, good and you? Yeah. Go,
3: go, can't <laughs> complain. Good. Too much
1: fun.
3: <laughs> Thank you for that letter kidney moment. Uh, Very good. Briar Gray. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Leave it to a teenager to holler a message to his dad across four time zones when five steps to the next room would have sufficed. Okay,
1: I need, you need backstory. If you haven't listened to this, you need to go back a few episodes. Um, and
3: is that Arlo? Yeah.
1: And Arlo did like an amazing, it's really cool. Cause it's like, one of our first second generation listeners Mm. and we have a couple of them and like Emily Stork's daughter and stuff like that. So we have like the second generation of happy Jackers that is emerging. Yeah. Yeah. And they're running games and they're playing and they're amazing. And I played with Arlo in Jack at, uh, in Alice is missing in Jack and amazing. So good. Um, but, uh, Arlo wrote in like a message to, to his dad and it was super sweet. And like almost everybody cried. So you have to go back and listen to that. But that, this is a reply to that. So we're basically just passing. We're we're like messenger pigeons yeah. at this point.
0: <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> Firstly, I would like to clarify. I did not suggest the listener map, but it was during your reading of my last email, listening from the North Pole, that Kimmy first brought up the concept. That was all you. I'm just happy to be part of it.
1: You're the inspiration.
3: But then again, teenagers. <laughs> now there is a skit. Oh, do you want? Uh, do
2: you want someone else to? Play yeah, Netflix? why don't you
3: play? Okay. Uh, why, don't you, <laughs> why, why don't you play Arlo? Okay. Hey, hey, Dad, Have you caught up on Happy Jacks? No, I've got a year and a half of Python programming podcast episodes to get through. You should get at them, Happy Jacks. You might hear something interesting, like what? Uh, I don't know. You tell me what am I looking for? eh Something from Canadian real subtle, kid. Sometimes I wish you weren't so fucking awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having so much fun with this now. <laughs> Arlo could have paid Sean Connery, Jack Nicholson, and Tom Hanks to deliver the same message as a singing telegram with three-part harmony, and it would still be the same message. I love you too, buddy, and you can Google telegrams, kid. They existed. (laughs) I have him as a son, and for that, I'm always proud of him. I'm only proud of myself for the fact that he still has both of his eyes. (laughs) I must be doing something right. Oh, it is taste in music. All me. But he keeps telling me that he loves me and that he's grateful for me. Whose kid says that? Is that weird? Yeah, it's a little yeah. weird. But
0: the that's fact, so sweet. But sweet.
3: The fact that we get to play together, whether it's guitars, TG, TTRPGs, board games, card games, or even on our Valheim server, it just makes an already awesome relationship with him that much more fun. He's better than pancakes with ice cream, whipped cream, blueberries, and maple syrup. Shut up. I'm not crying. You're crying.
1: I am crying.
3: <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of sugar. Fuck diabetes. Diabetes. Every day, I'm grateful that he's here with me. Yeah, he's a great kid. I love him to pieces, and I can't wait to embarrass the fuck out of him in public. That's when you know you're loved.
2: We've already started that process. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh,
3: Well, I'm off to drink a pint of beer and smother some tears. Thanks for putting up with us and keeping the show going. Keep your sticks on the ice. Au revoir, French. Or aie kava, the Scots Gaelic. Hopefully we got that we were, close enough. We were Didn't googling that before much. the show. You're totally good, at, did it. It's spelled O I D H C H E space M H A T H, and it's pronounced Ikhava.
2: Yeah, uh, not not Oida Hichi Maha. which I was doing the Klingon version earlier.
3: You've never experienced Shakespeare until you've heard it in the original Klingon.
2: By the way. I hate it's that because cause the, the Scottish play I could see as being originally Klingon, yeah. but Hamlet, no. Hamlet is horrible for that because it's all about it's, someone who's not acting honorably and who doesn't take any action.
3: Well, yeah, in the Klingon Hamlet, Hamlet is the bad guy.
2: I mean, that's,
1: that's also thing, in
0: the, in that's in the normal Hamlet. version too. <laughs>
1: that's why I'm thinking it's like the perfect Klingon play because all these Klingons are looking at this dishonorable yeah. one. I like it might be okay. Yeah.
2: Maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah, six, I might be coming around. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, uh, Laters, Friar Greg, Canada. P.S. Fun fact, over 7,000 people speak Gaelic in Canada in one form or another. And
2: 25,000 people speak Klingon. So who's the winner here?
3: Uh (laughs) P.P.S. Arlo took his handle from Guthrie. Yes, rock on. Nice. Who is responsible for the Alice's Restaurant Massacre, all 20 minutes of it. He wasn't proud or tired. He was one of my heroes. Yes.
2: I hear you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Anything you want. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is very true. I'm uh, gonna pretend there's a was P-P-P-S there a question that oh, P-P- says P-P- drink. P-P- drink? Yes. Yes. Drink.
3: Okay. <laughs> Woo
1: hoo!
3: So I'm not sure if there was a question, but if there is, there's uh, not. Yeah, it
1: was just to share. Yeah,
3: so Arlo, clean your room. Uh, <laughs> uh, Do uh, your
2: chores. Listen to your yeah, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: love yeah. this, and I. And dad, yeah. try and
2: give him a little bit of slack because, you know, sometimes teenagers <laughs> need that.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, I just really hope that Laura Lynn has two eyes when she gets to the same time. <laughs> She's.
3: Yeah. yeah. And like. Greg has set a high bar here.
1: I know. <laughs>
3: a kid with two eyes like, and who plays RPGs. I know.
1: And the guitar. And, and the, yeah. And he's right? on a Valheim server with you. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I know. It's. Well, and you know, I would I would like
1: a lot of good parenting right there. That's yeah. a high bar. Yeah.
3: And he still likes you, apparently. So... I don't really have
1: you guys on the Valheim server. Like what I...
3: <laughs> we, we tried even... to play on Valheim, but you built a fucking cathedral and we were all so embarrassed we quit the game. <laughs>
1: That's actually a true story.
3: Kimmy came onto our Valheim server. She's like, What's this? I'm gonna play around with it. I'll figure it out. And, and like we and and then all of a sudden like we all like weren't able to play for like a couple of days and we come back and Kimmy has this grand chapel with a like open floor plan and a fire pit. Uh, the windows
1: like, are the best. Like the, the big stained glass windows. Big stained glass.
2: Cool. It is ridiculous. I'm living yeah. in a hut where I die of smoke inhalation right? half the time. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. have to look at that. Right. I, you know what? Here. That, that's what I think about your cathedral. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. To be fair, I didn't to really be do. fair.
2: To be
1: fair. I, I didn't really do anything else but design houses. That's like, true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I don't have any armor. Yeah, like, <laughs> But I an amazing any, house. Any interest in doing this? Can I just build another house? Right. I I chopped a lot of wood.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. mined a lot of ore to build houses. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I just have to say that yeah, I didn't sleep. I built the house for days. But yeah. um, and that they're both in the chat tonight, and they're being very. Oh. Hey, hey, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very awesome. I love it. I, yeah. I hope I hope Laura Lynn grows up to be another second generation happy yeah. jaxer. I don't know if she will, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. No pressure kid, but she already loves my dice collection. Yeah. And she hasn't swallowed one yet. So I'm yeah. doing wow. I'm doing good at the parenting too. See yeah. Yeah. no yeah. choking by the two year old. That's
2: important. That plus two eyes, you will be have succeeded. And yeah. and a cost costumes that do not involve hot glue in any way, shape, or right. form. Right. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't say that.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> anyway. I Anyway, we have a
2: talk about tone.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good way to say it.
1: Uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> okay. Uh, legit. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight, and yeah, thank you so much for writing in, everybody who wrote in. We appreciate it, and we love these thank heartwarming stories yeah. from the community too. Like you don't always have to write in questions or horror stories. Like yeah. these are all those
2: karmic balance yeah. of, uh, just, uh, you know, heartwarming stories as opposed to horror stories.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Uh, all right. So, um, tonight I'm going to end the show. Sorry. I just had to double triple check. um,
0: yeah,
1: I was like, I, didn't know, song. I forgot to write down the song that we uh, are ending the show with tonight. So uh, thank you for joining us for season 30, episode 22 of the Happy Jacks RPG podcast. My name is Kimmy. My name is Adam. I'm Nick. And thank you to our chat mod, James V, and to our amazing patrons who keep us ad free and independent. Um, don't forget that you know we have a, a giveaway right now happening on the Happy Jacks Discord, happyjacks.org/discord. Thank you, Burke, for running that. That's fantastic. Um, other things we have to announce. Uh we took off uh from some games this last weekend yeah. because of the convention we were at, which went really well by the way. Oh, good. I'm really looking
3: yeah. forward to coming back. Yeah,
1: so, it went yeah. really well. Um I felt very safe and like I had my mask. I did I did take my filter, but <laughs> um Nick very nicely helped me drag it around the con. No. Um and people were very great and accepting and it felt very safe and really nice. Um a update, personal update, not a happy Jacks update. Um Starscape. Um, beta version 2 is now out with a bunch of updates and things like that. So if you have version 1 or 1.1 or 1.1c, update. So it's free. You can go
2: download oh, one point one final dot for real this time. <laughs> like, oh
1: crap! Someone <laughs> just found another typo that ruins everything. Uh, I have to update at one a.m. here. Yeah, uh, no, but uh, go check it out. Uh, redid the way the trust bars work. A whole bunch of neat things. Mm-hmm. Rewrote a bunch of the rules. Um, redid the normal playbook with a bunch of stuff. Thanks to Nick's playing. Ooh. Like I had like this like genius like not genius. It may not be. It may be, not be terrible. But like suddenly. <laughs> Like, I, it clicked, like, how to fix the playbook from all the feedback you gave me. So, mm. I, I think I might have. I want to show it to cool. you. I'm very excited. Um, but, yes, you can go download um, that now. If you go to goldenlassogames.com slash Starscape, there's links there. It's free to download or pay what you will. And you get all the updates after that, which includes the final game when it's actually dropped on itch. Like, if you pay two bucks now, you get the whole thing later. So, it's worthwhile.
2: All right. Anything else? Uh, I cool? just want to say one quick thing about the con. It was great seeing people. Meeting people in person who I only knew from online and, uh, you know, welcome new people to our little Happy Jacks family. So, yeah, uh, if you were there and you're listening, it was very great to meet you. And if you were there and you're not listening, it doesn't matter what I say anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, absolutely. And and I think we're going to start building up our presence to about the level it was before. Okay, I don't think we're going to do the live games anymore. Because I just, I think all of us missed that just playing with a big group of people rather than streaming. Because we stream here all the time. Yeah. yeah. So playing with new people and that con experience is really something that I feel like we've we've missed. Mm-hmm. We will still be doing the panel show on Saturday nights eventually when we get that part built back up. Which Saturday is why night. I need two yeah. weeks.
2: Two <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. weeks. Yes. My understanding is that there is a box of the con show stuff and it is nothing but snakes.
1: Yeah, it's 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 it was put together and it has not been open since the last time we did a live con show. Oh no! Which is why I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try and get that organized in the next two weeks. You
2: mean it has like pre night uh, 2020 air? Oh, <laughs> huff that! Amazing, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, the last con we did was February 2020. Yeah. So it was like we'd all heard rumors and like I was like. Eight months pregnant and like going back to my hotel, like I had my outside of the room closed and inside of the room closed because we all knew COVID was a thing, but we weren't sure what it was. And like, right. we just heard rumors oh, and we were days. right by LAX. So I was like Lysoling myself down <laughs> like when I got to the hotel room because that was a good idea. Eight. At the time it seemed fine, but whatever. Uh, all those horse tranquilizers she took.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and the dewormer.
1: Right. <laughs> You're not even supposed to hold huh. that stuff without gloves. I'm just going to be yeah. clear. Like, <laughs> having actually used it for its applicable purpose. Not safe yeah. to ingest. <laughs> not safe. Yeah. Do not ingest it. You're not even supposed to <laughs> hold it without gloves on. Okay. Anyway.
2: Yeah. So. About how about injecting bleach in my veins? Is that okay? that's fine. Also bad.
1: Also bad. Don't
2: try that at home, please.
1: Yeah. So anyway, thank you. We're gonna wrap this up now. We love you all. We're ending tonight with a song by our friends at Super Mad NES. Um, they are a fantastic kind of rock group that does covers of uh they like a metal group that does covers of uh video game tracks. Mm-hmm. So this one is from Final Fantasy IV, I believe. And they're fantastic. And Ryan Iyengar, who plays their guitar, is a good friend of the show. Um Abrea's significant other um also helping me with a whole bunch of stuff for my band right now. So Sweet. thank you so much. So we will see you next time. Love you all. See you next Friday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. The Mary Sue's performed our intro music and our ending song was played with the express permission of the artist. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.